In a world where social media and outrageous beauty standards reign supreme, Girls in Real Life encourages young women to love themselves by living fearless and filter-free. Society might have its own idea of what a girl should be, but we're here to remind you of what it truly means to be a girl in real life. Now, let's get into this week's episode. All right, you guys, welcome to this week's episode. I am super excited because this week we are talking all things self-love. You guys know I'm a huge self-love advocate. It's one of the reasons I even started this platform in the first place. So I always say, you know, your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship that you will ever have. So to help me discuss this topic today, I have a very special guest and I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit more about who she is. Hey y'all, I'm Shayla Montgomery, the current Miss Oregon Teen USA 2020, and right now I am a college sophomore at Warner Pacific University. I'm going to be graduating at just 21 years old as a registered nurse, and then I hope to go on to get my doctor of nursing practice license, and I'm just trailing along my journey of hopefully becoming Miss Teen USA, so lots of exciting things going on in my life right now, and I'm really thankful that I'm on the podcast with you. Girl, graduating at 21, I wish. (laughs) That's crazy. All right. So I know that you are a huge self-love advocate, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to even do this episode with you. And also, like, I'm so far removed from high school. So I wanted to, like, get a younger person on here who has, like, gone through high school and been in that realm because I know social media is like a really big thing and Instagram didn't even come out until I think like 2010 and I was just a freshman in high school at the time so but I feel like your generation y'all have had social media from a very young age so I want to know like did you deal with bullying and was it in a typical sense as like a physical to where you would go to school and somebody would say something to your face or was it more like cyber? So for me, I first had my first Instagram account when I was just eight years old. So like oh, you said, wow. maybe around like 2010. So I must have been about eight. However, I've had a phone since I was about five years old. I grew what? up. I had- wait, wait, wait. I was not allowed <laughs> to have a phone until I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with divorced parents actually. Mm-hmm. And so they gave me a phone just when I could talk to my dad or talk to my mom if I was at one of their houses. Yeah. My parents are remarried now, but at the time I needed a phone to really talk and communicate with them. But I remember begging my parents for Instagram. I wanted it so badly <laughs> because I wanted to do modeling at a young age. So I really just wanted to post pictures of myself. Mm-hmm. But for me, when I was bullied, it wasn't necessarily on social media. Yeah. The girl that bullied me would text me here and there on this thing called kick. I don't know if you know what that is. Yes, (laughs) it was on Kick. Kick was like the app that I eventually had to delete because I felt the most targeted on there. Mm -hmm. But really, it was just in person at school. And so nowadays, that cyberbullying is an even bigger issue than when I was a kid. I feel so much hardship and pity for these young children who are having to experience this at such young ages. And even I experienced it too. So I feel so bad for them because this is unfortunately their reality. I know. And it's like people get so bold when they're behind a computer screen and they don't really understand like the person who you're talking to or talking about is a person with feelings and they internalize that. And I mean, you see all the time with these young kids committing suicide or hurting themselves or anything like that. And so I really think people need to understand like 
words hurt no matter how much you try and say that they don't they really really do and especially at that young age where you're trying to figure out who you are and figure out your purpose in life and people just constantly you know tear you down yeah I know for me like when I was growing up I got bullied not necessarily a lot but I did get teased a lot especially for things like my hair or the way that I talked or you know whatever the case may be I've talked about it a lot in other episodes but yeah I remember I vividly remember like going to school and like trying to fit in and just trying to like stay in my own little shadow and my own little bubble so people wouldn't bother me and like I said you internalize those irrational thoughts about yourself and that's why for so long I had it took me forever to learn how to love myself and to embrace those things about myself. So how did bullying impact your self-esteem? Bullying for me was probably one of the darkest periods of my life. I don't talk about this very often because I try to just talk about self-love and really just preach the positive. I've shared about it a little bit at the beginning of my reign, but when I was bullied, I was about seventh grade. So 11, 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And it went on from sixth grade to seventh grade, but seventh grade was the worst year. And I remember coming home and just bawling my eyes out in my front yard. And I was like, dad, like I need help. Like I just feel so out of place. I feel like no one likes me at my school. And my dad, first daughter ever was like, Shaylee, you're beautiful. Like you're fine. Like you're going to be okay. And at the time that wasn't enough for me. So unfortunately I did deal with self-harm issues at just 11, 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And I even had suicidal thoughts at that age. And so that was such a dark period for me. And I dealt with a lot of depression and anxiety during that time too, where eventually I had to end up switching schools because it was just so bad. And I remember telling my parents, what I was doing, the feelings that I had. And it was a really emotional conversation, but a conversation that needed to happen because I can't imagine if I never told them or never what could have happened. Because I always say that the reason why I'm still here right now is because of pageantry. What's so ironic is I actually got a letter in the mail from National American Miss, the first pageant I ever did Mm -hmm. when I was going through these issues. And it was crazy because I didn't want to join the pageant. It was just not my thing. But I just know that if I never started doing pageants and if I never told my parents, I don't know where I would be, if I would be here. And it was just such a dark moment in my life just because one girl had it out for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about like how you got into pageants. So is that how you overcame that time in your life was starting pageantry? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, a lot of people asked if I really went out and got counseling or if I needed to go through any types of treatment. And by the grace of God, I didn't. I didn't have to go to any of that. And that's something that's not very common. Yeah. Because if it was something so severe like that, it is important that you get counseling. But at the time, when I started pageants and I started going to church more and being more devoted to becoming a Christian, it helped me. And it was like a blink of an eye change. I remember my parents, my first started doing pageants, it was like a night and day change of the person that I was Mm -hmm. and the person who I was after I finished that first initial pageant. And I came back from my first pageant and just kept going and kept going. And I think that competing in pageants, when you're working so hard to become the best version of yourself and be the healthiest and happiest and most dedicated version of yourself, that's the best medicine medicine or counseling you could ever get. And I really yeah. am so thankful 
that I started doing pageants. I love that because I always tell people like pageants led me on a journey of self-love. Like if I feel like if I would have never competed in a pageant, I would have never fully learned how to love myself. And people probably think that's so weird because it's like a beauty competition (laughs) and like you're competing against these girls. But and initially, like when I first did start pageants, I was trying to be like everybody else. I was trying to fit that mold. I was trying to do what I thought that I needed to do to win. But it was like right. every time I competed, I learned something new about myself. I wanted to stand out more. I wanted to be different. And it's like, you have to separate yourself from the crowd. And it's like, how do you do that? You be yourself. And then you start to, you know, understand more things about yourself. So I always say, you know, like if I never went through pageants, I probably would not be as confident or as self-loving to myself as I am. So I think that that is so beautiful. (laughs) What's crazy is I remember I won Miss Oregon preteen with Nam. And after I won, I won with curly hair. So we were preparing for nationals. And I remember sitting there with my coach and my mom and my dad. And my coach was like, you probably should straighten your hair. It just is going to look more professional if you straighten your hair and you'll probably have a better chance of winning. And at such a young age, since she was my coach, I looked up to her so much. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, like I should straighten my hair. Like that's what I should do. And I remember coming home and my parents were like, you're not straightening your hair. (laughs) You're not going to go to the pageant and straighten your hair. And I threw a fit. I was crying. (laughs) I was so angry. I was like, I don't want to wear my hair curly. Like I don't like it. And my parents were like, Shay, you're going to wear your hair curly. And so I wore my hair curly to nationals and I won. And so I think that when girls compete and they learn those things about themselves mm-hmm. and they learn what makes them special and stand out, it's so important. And that's what I love about pageants is you can learn what makes you unique and special and different from the rest. Yeah. I I had a pageant coach do that to me too. Um, the thing about it is I actually did straighten my hair and I did do that whole thing. And I remember like after I lost and I competed, I felt just so bad about myself. I was like, what if I would have competed with my natural hair? Would the outcome have been different? And I had all of these regrets. And so that was when I decided, you know, if I'm going to compete at state again, I'm, I'm going to do it my way. I'm not going to let anybody, you know, manipulate me into thinking this is how I should be. And then come around next year, I wear my natural hair and I win. And that was like the hugest life lesson to me because it's like when you embrace those things about yourself when you're doing a competition or something like that, you're not afraid to be authentically yourself. And I feel like when my hair was straight, I was a different person. I had a facade and I tried to fit this role. And when I wore my natural hair, I was like, I'm just Mariah. Like, this is just who I am. This is me. And you radiate that so much more when you're comfortable with who you are personally. What are some self-love practices that you use in your daily life? I know for me, I love self-affirmations. I love journaling or writing down my goals or writing down things in my my little book. So what do you like to do for self-love? So I have two. One of them was actually introduced by my dad. And my dad, since I started pageants and since I was young, has always written me little sticky notes Mm -hmm. and has put them on my window, on my mirror, just anywhere where I'm looking all the time. And so when I was younger, I'd always see his messages. But as I've gotten older, I've wrote my own messages. So I'll write Bible verses. I'll write things that I'm trying to accomplish. So Right now, I'll write, I am getting a 4.0 GPA this fall. Just positive affirmations that I want to happen in my life. And then the second one is manifesting things. And this goes into 
prayer as well. So it's kind of a combination, but every night before I go to bed, I'll pray and then I'll manifest something that I'm really wanting at the time. So I remember during finals week, just a couple months ago, mm-hmm. I was manifesting passing those finals and getting done with my associate's degree and really just working hard to make sure I finished this goal of mine. And I end up, ended up finishing. So that prayer and manifestation and sticky notes is the best thing because if you can't believe those things about yourself, it's hard to show others yeah. parts about yourself too. Agreed. I love, yeah, manifestation is a big one for me too. I remember when I was getting ready to compete at Miss Louisiana USA this past year and I made a vision board. And it was just like everything that I wanted. And I put Miss Louisiana USA at the top with my headshot and like the crown on top of me. And I was like, I looked at it and said, this is going to happen. And lo and behold, you know, it did. There is so much power in writing down your thoughts or your goals or, you know, talking to people about it. Because like you said, if you don't believe it about yourself, then it's going to be really hard for other people to believe it about you too. Do you think that self-care is a form of self-love? And what do you like to do for self-care? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) If you don't spend those days in your week to kind of rest and relax and take care of yourself, then you're not going to feel your best. I know for me, when I do my hair in the morning and I have my curls down and I have my face nice and washed and clean, I feel the most (laughs) confident. When my hair is up in a bun, I'm wearing sweatpants and just chilling. I just think that doing those small things can really help your confidence in general. And I'm a skin enthusiast. I I want to become a dermatologist. And so my favorite thing to do for self-care days is wearing a face mask, watching some YouTube videos, munching on some snacks, and really just focusing on my skin just because I dealt with acne before and I've dealt with eczema before. And so I just love taking care of my skin because just like you, I hardly ever wear makeup Mm -hmm. and it's something that's taken a long time for me to learn. Yeah. And I do want to like touch on that because I feel like a lot of people view makeup as like a mask that you wear. And I know like my tagline for this podcast is fearless and filter free. And a lot of people resonate filter free with makeup free and filter free just means to be yourself, be however you want to be. If you want to go beat your face to the gods, like by all means, go do that, you know, but just also understanding that makeup is not there to mask you or to cover you up, but it's there to enhance you for you to be creative, for you to have fun. And I feel like a lot of people are not a lot of people. I just feel like society tries to put that on women. Like, oh, if you wear makeup, like, do you really love yourself? Why? Yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) I can love myself with this cut crease and these lashes to my eyebrows. (laughs) Don't bother me. (laughs) Um, I want to talk about self-forgiveness because I know in life we go through, we have mistakes and we put up with things that we shouldn't or we do things that we aren't proud of. However, it can be really hard to forgive ourselves. So how important do you think self-forgiveness is? And do you think that that helps you with loving yourself? I think it's really important. Going back to what I experienced when I was younger, it took a lot of forgiveness to say, okay, you did that to yourself. You're moving on. And now you're a better person. If I didn't forgive my younger self for putting me through what I went through, then still today, I would still be battling that same issue. I'd be wondering why did I do that? Why was I so deep in other people's thoughts? While I have to look back to my younger self and say, she was hurting, she was in pain, Mm -hmm. and now we're growing and we're more confident and we're more in love with ourselves. And so you have to forgive those pieces of yourself. So whether it's that you've gone through the same things or Mm -hmm. you have gone through just negative 
thoughts about yourself as well. You have to forgive those past thoughts and move on and decide today's a new day and I'm going to be better based off the previous experiences that I've had in the past. Yeah. And even still, like, even if you quote unquote, allow certain things to happen to you that you regret, you know, you have to be able to forgive yourself and understand, okay, this happened. I accept this. I'm going to forgive myself for it. And I'm going to move on because I feel like a lot of times, you know, when we get bullied or when we are abused or just anything of that nature, we kind of blame ourselves. And it's like, why did I let that happen to me? Or how did I not see that before? Or why did it take me so long to realize? And it doesn't matter at the end of the day, you, you realized, you know, eventually. And so you have to forgive yourself for those things that you once allowed your body or yourself to go through and understand like, this just helped me grow. This helped me learn. I I learned my lesson and now, you know, I can move on to that next level of self-love, which I think is super important because I know I had a hard time forgiving myself for a lot of things that I went through in my life. And it wasn't so I was able to look back and say, Mariah, this happened. Like there's nothing you can do about it now. Just move on and right. keep keep it pushing because that's right. all you can do at the end of the day. I want you to talk about your initiative, Teen Speak Life, and why you started it. So I started hashtag stand up when I was about 13, I believe. And mm-hmm. that was all about anti-bullying. I spoke to many schools, elementary, middle schools, high schools about the effects of bullying and what it can do to someone. And then I was thinking to myself, okay. Bullying is a big issue, but let's go to the root of bullying. Why do people bully others? Mm -hmm. It's because something's going on in their life that they don't like, or there's something in themselves that they don't like. And also the person being bullied is most likely going to turn into not liking things about themselves also. So then I thought of Teen Speak Life, which is all about cultivating that self-love and making positive interaction with teenagers. And I've even been working with some middle school and elementary schoolers too, even though it's Teen Speak Life. (laughs) And we really just work on that self-love aspect because it's hard to be mean to others or wish horrible things on other people if you're in love with yourself and in love with your capabilities and in love with your unique characteristics. And I was actually just on a seminar with my middle school group. And I just remember afterwards, they had the biggest smiles on their faces. Well, at the end, they're not really happy to be there. Their mom (laughs) probably told them to go to the seminar, but at the end, they were so thankful and they learned so much. And it just made me so happy because I know now when they go back to school, whenever that happens, they're going to be more equipped on if someone says something mean to them or if someone else is getting bullied, what to say. And those are just moments that make me really happy. So I want to know what are like the top two or three things that you love most about yourself? And then I'll go. (laughs) Okay. I love my ability to accept my body for what it is. When I first started doing Teen USA, it was really hard for me to decide to compete because at the time I struggled with fitness, I struggled with nutrition, and over time I've learned, girl, you're gonna have thick life, th- yep. thick thighs, you're gonna have a thick butt, you're gonna have a tiny waist, you're gonna have muscular arms, and that's okay. Some girls are going to have the same things too, and some girls are gonna look completely different, but that's okay, and that's the beauty of pageants is we all bring different things to the table. Two, I love my curls. They are my favorite. I used to despise them. And I think that's why I think that's why I like them now is because I put them through so much (laughs) when I was younger. And then three, I love that I have a really smiley personality. I'm constantly 
smiling. <laughs> I even had a doctor tell me, you probably have jaw issues because you're constantly smiling. <laughs> You've been smiling this entire appointment. <laughs> so those have to be my top three. Okay. Well, yeah. One for me would definitely be my hair because like for majority of my life, like until I got to college, it was the one thing I hated the most about myself. And some people are probably like, oh, you know, it's just hair. Like it's not a big deal. But I guess for me, it was so much more deep rooted than just hair. It was me seeking validation. It was me trying to, you know, be like other people that I was around and not truly be myself. So I've definitely learned to embrace my hair over the years. Um, I love my heart. I feel like I am you know, very forgiving. And I'm also that person that people come to whenever they have problems or they need to talk about something. I'm really just like here. Like if you need me, you already know, like you can call me at any time of the night, I'll pick up. So I love that about myself, just being able to be there for my friends or my family or people who need it. Um, And then also my passion. I feel like I have so much passion for a lot of different things in my life. And I've really been able to cultivate so many different aspects of my life, like coaching volleyball and becoming a model and pageantry and just all these different layers about myself and still be so passionate and involved in each different aspect of my life. So those are my top three. <laughs> I love those. Your heart is kind. I feel like even though we just technically met, I would totally write you and be like, hey, today's really hard. Can you yeah, me? people do that. They'll like DM me and like, oh, I'm go- really going through something, especially like younger girls who are in like middle school or high school. And I love that because I wish I had somebody like that for me when I was that age. So I'm like, I, I leave my DMs open. I respond to literally almost anybody. It's just like, if you need me, girl, come on. Like, I got you. Yeah. Let's talk this out. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so what is some advice you would give to someone who is struggling with their self-love journey right now? I would say really spend time to get to know you and the reason you think things and the way you feel about things and really just dive into your why and what makes you so special. Something that I do on my seminars that I have is I have them take a personality quiz and I have one that kind of breaks down each component of someone's personality. Mm -hmm. I'll have them write down what they can do with that component of their personality that can better the world. And so mine is I am a mixture of an introvert and an extrovert. And I forgot the word that it exactly is on the quiz. Mm -hmm. But what I told them that I can do with that characteristic is I can go in and demand a room. I can go in and speak to people with confidence. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm an introvert. I can have quiet and thoughtful conversations and really just be at peace without constantly being on the go. And so really just learning what makes you so special and what you can do with your qualities to better the world or better other people. Um, I think my advice um, would be to become aware of your thoughts. You know, am I thinking negatively about myself? Am I too hard on myself right now? And then once you become aware of those thoughts, really change the language that, you know, you speak to yourself with. Like, would I speak to my best friend this way or my sister this way? And how do I turn that around to where I can speak positive things over my life? You know, instead of saying, oh, I don't feel really beautiful today. Maybe you could say, 
man, I feel inspired today or I feel like I'm going to go and do this today instead of focusing on the negative aspect of it, turn it into something positive to where you don't even have to think about that thought anymore. And then also I like the self-forgiveness, I think is super, super important because I feel like you can't really move past anything in your life until you forgive yourself. You know, I, I had to forgive myself for straightening my hair every day, for perming right. it, for, for cutting, like just doing all, like I had to forgive myself for that. Like, oh my gosh, Mariah, you were so dumb. Like, why did you do that? But it happened. So I'm just going to forgive myself and move on and just take care of it better the next time. So I saw this quote actually about what you were saying about thoughts. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I don't know how it went exactly, but it said, if all your thoughts got put on a wall and people could read them, would you still think that way? And that really stuck with me because if your thoughts and your actions that you do in the dark can't be seen by your loved ones or the public, then why are you doing those things or why are you thinking those things about yourself? That's really powerful. I love that. I'm going to have to make an Instagram post with that quote on it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we are coming up on the last few minutes of this podcast. But before you go, I wanted to ask, I know how you're 18, 19. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So I know you've only lived a very short life, but I want to know what is the biggest life lesson you've learned so far? My dad actually shared this kind of quote with me and it's show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And he told me this when I was really struggling with bullying because I was really trying to be like them and follow in their path. Mm -hmm. And he taught me that if you're hanging out with people that are making wrong choices or that speak poorly about themselves or speak poorly about you, you're going to turn into that one day. Right. So when I went into high school, I really, really kept this quote in mind, even today as an adult. And it's important because to be quite vulnerable, I genuinely have two friends from school. Me too. <laughs> and, that's it. and that's it. And people will say like, Shayla, like, why don't you have a lot of friends? And it's not that I can't make friends. It's mm-hmm. just, I have two friends that are exactly what I love. They make me feel good. I make them feel good. I push them to be better versions of themselves. They push me to be better. And that's so important because if you're hanging out with people that make you feel horrible, you're going to end up doing that to yourself too. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. I only have two, two friends too. So it's all good <laughs> over here. Like we don't need a big group of friends. <laughs> well, Shayla, I want to thank you so much for doing this episode with me. You are literally such a bubble of energy and light. Oh, um, thank I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode. And, you know, if you're struggling with self-love, you can follow Shayla on Instagram. I'm going to give her an option to, you know, share her Instagram and also her Teen Speak Life Instagram and her seminars that she do. I would recommend them. She's incredible. Um, So I just want to say good luck to everyone on their self-love journey and know that you are enough. You are worth it. You are beautiful. Whatever those positive self-affirmations you have to tell yourself you are that. So Shayla, I'm going to give you a chance to share your Instagram and social media. Yeah. So my personal Instagram is at Shayla Montgomery. My title holder Instagram is at Miss O-R Teen USA. And my platform Teen Speak Life Instagram is at Teen Speak Life. Thank you so much, Shayla. And thank y'all for listening. I'll talk to y'all on the next episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. I hope that it was able to enhance your life in some way. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast before you leave. And also follow us on Instagram at underscore girls IRL. Go out and live a fearless and filter-free life. And always remember to keep it real.